0: Hi, this is Dina from Health for Life, and welcome to my podcast on health tips and useful information to keep you healthy and prevent certain diseases from developing. Today's topic is something that's very dear to my heart. Uh, It's about thyroid imbalance. All you need to know um, about why it happens, how it happens, what are the symptoms, and what are some of the things to look out for. I have been a hypothyroid patient for more than 10 years now, but today I am free of all medication and I managed to found natural ways to restore my thyroid and bring back its function. So today I'll be talking to you a little bit more about technical terms and uh, how thyroid works and why imbalances happen. So so not only through my own symptoms and experience, but I've also done an extensive research over the years about thyroid. And after I found out that I was suffering from thyroid imbalance, I just hated the idea of taking hormone replacement therapy for the rest of my life. So that's why I wanted to find out ways to bring back thyroid function to normal levels, again, without medication. So hypothyroidism, which is the slow thyroid function, is very common in women. Between ages 35 and 65, about 13% of women will have an underactive thyroid, and the proportion rises to 20% amongst those over 65. So the link between hypothyroidism symptoms and thyroid disease isn't always obvious, uh, especially in older people. So many women will not even know that they have an underactive thyroid because sometimes even the blood tests might not be as accurate. And untreated hypothyroidism can really increase your risk of high cholesterol, high blood pressure and even heart disease. So that's why it's very important to keep an eye out for hypothyroidism symptoms and get your thyroid function checked. So what is a thyroid and how does it function? Well, thyroid is a butterfly-shaped gland that sits low on the front of your neck and The thyroid basically lies below your Adam's apple, along the front of the windpipe. The thyroid secretes several hormones, collectively called thyroid hormones. The main hormone is thyroxine, also called T4. So thyroid hormones act throughout the body, influencing metabolism, growth and development, and body temperature. So during your infancy and childhood, adequate thyroid hormone is crucial for brain development to do its job the thyroid needs a chemical element called iodine that the body absorbs from the foods you eat and the water you drink and the entire body contains about 50 milligrams of iodine and about one-fifth to one-third of that supply is stored in your thyroid so, the thyroid combines the iodine with tyrosine, an essential amino acid, to make important hormones. Every aspect of your metabolism is regulated by your thyroid hormones. Your thyroid produces two main hormones, thyroxine and triiodothyronine, that influences every cell in your body. They maintain a rate at which your body uses fats and carbohydrates, help control your body temperature, influence your heart rate, and help regulate the production of protein. So as you can see, there's a lot of very, very important functions that happen through your thyroid and the hormones that it produces. It also helps to uh, produce a hormone that regulates the amount of calcium in your blood and the rate at which thyroxine and triiodothyronine are released is controlled by your pituitary gland and your hypothalamus, an area at the base of your brain that acts as a thermostat of your whole system. I know this sounds a little bit technical, but it's just important to understand how important thyroid is and how it connects a lot of different areas in your body. So what is a thyroid disease? Thyroid disease is a general term for a medical condition that keeps your thyroid from making the right amount of hormones. So your thyroid typically makes hormones that keep your body functioning normally, as we mentioned. And when the thyroid makes too much thyroid hormone, your body uses energy too quickly, and that is called hyperthyroidism. So using energy too quickly will do more than make you tired. It, will, it can make your heart beat faster, cause you to lose weight without trying and even make you feel very nervous. On the other flip side of this, your thyroid can make too little thyroid hormone. This is called hypothyroidism. When you have too little thyroid hormone in your body, it can make you feel very tired, you might gain weight. And you may even be unable to tolerate cold temperatures so this is the two di- different types of thyroid disease hyperthyroidism and hypothyroidism okay so don't get these two mixed up because they are two completely different things one is hyper meaning your thyroid is overproducing the horm- the thyroid hormone and one is hypo which is when your thyroid is not producing enough hormones. So why does this happen? It could be genetics, an autoimmune attack, pregnancy complications, stress, nutritional deficiencies, or even toxins in the environment. There are different reasons for your thyroid to go haywire. And because thyroid hormones far reach in the body from brain to bowels diagnosis diagnosing a disorder can be very challenging i had you know most of these um symptoms of thyroidism like tiredness extreme fatigue like you know even afternoons you just can't seem to function anymore your brain fog is crazy you can't remember things you can't focus um all this uh, feeling very cold all the time Um, what else even hair loss and mood swings even a bit of depression as well because it does influence your brain as well I would gain weight very easily have constipation all these symptoms but for a long time I didn't realize I had thyroid problem and i could even see my thyroid problem because my neck was very much enlarged the place where the the thyroid is was very swollen but no one ever you know brought these symptoms to me before and even after i started taking medication when i finally went to see the doctor and i got my diagnosis Even after taking medication for a while, I still had a lot of the symptoms. Of course, my blood tests were fine, my T4 and T3 levels were normal, but I still didn't feel great because the thyroid hormone replacement therapy, it does help to to improve your blood tests, but it doesn't really improve your thyroid function. So, what are the common symptoms? Um, As I mentioned, there are two different issues. Yeah, we have hyperthyroidism and hypothyroidism. For hyperthyroidism, the symptoms can include anxiety, irritability and nervousness, having trouble sleeping, losing weight suddenly, Um, Also, in hyperthyroidism, you can have an enlarged thyroid gland, or they call it goiter. Having muscle weakness and tremors, experiencing irregular menstrual periods or having your menstrual cycle completely stop, feeling very sensitive to heat, like you feel hot all the time, sweating a lot, and having vision problems or eye irritation is also very common. And when it comes to underactive thyroid or hypothyroidism, the symptoms include feeling tired, gaining weight, experiencing forgetfulness, having frequent and very heavy menstrual periods, and having dry hair and even dry skin. And another common thing that can happen, but not all the time, is having a hoarse voice. And experiencing intolerance to cold temperatures so all those um, symptoms that I mentioned and conditions that cause hypothyroidism so you have thyroiditis which is a condition where there is an inflammation of the thyroid gland and this can lower the amount of hormones your, your thyroid produces the second one is Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is an autoimmune condition where your body's cells attack and damage your thyroid. This is the one that I was have diagnosed with and this is a very common one today. There is also a postpartum thyroiditis. This is the condition occurs in 5% to 9% of women after childbirth. Usually, this is a temporary condition, so after a while, the the thyroid will start uh, functioning properly again. Another one is due to iodine deficiency, so you have not enough iodine for your thyroid to produce the hormones. And this actually affects several million people around the world. And the last one is a non-functioning thyroid gland. Sometimes the thyroid gland doesn't work correctly from birth and this affects about one in 4,000 newborns. If left untreated, the child could have both physical and mental issues in the future. So all newborns are given a screening blood test in the hospital to check their thyroid functions. Conditions that can cause hyperthyroidism, on the other hand, include Graves disease. This is a condition where the entire thyroid gland might be overactive and producing too much hormone. And this problem is also called diffuse toxic goiter. So enlarged thyroid gland. Another cause could be nodules. So hyperthyroidism can be caused by nodules that are overactive within your thyroid gland. So a single nodule is called toxic auto-mostly functioning thyroid nodule, while a gland with several nodules is called a toxic multinodular goiter. Another cause for hyperthyroidism can be thyroiditis. So this disorder can be either painful or you might not feel it at all. And this can last for weeks or months. And another... Um, cause, which is the opposite of hypothyroidism, in hypothyroidism, it's excessive iodine. So you might have too much iodine, either through your water or your food, or maybe some, you know, uh, environment, the environment that you live in has excessive iodine, or even medication sometimes can cause this, such as cough syrups and other medications. So, what are the treatments? Um, for hyperthyroidism, um, it's quite common to have um, either surgery or radioactive iodine, which completely destroys your thyroid uh, gland. And unfortunately you know once you go through this treatment your thyroid is just not able to function well anymore and they also have the antithyroid medica- medicines which work well with mild hyperthyroidism and if you're younger than 50 and your gland, thyroid gland is only swollen a little bit uh, you will use this kind of medications Um, you might also do surgery. Surgery is a more permanent form of treatment, where you are actually your thyroid is actually removed. This is usually done if you have some cancer growth or some tumors growing on there. This will happen. And the last one is beta blockers. This is medications that don't change the amount of hormones in your body, but they just help you control your symptoms. So those are the treatments for hyperthyroidism. Instead for hypothyroidism, the main treatment is thyroid replacement medication. This is a synthetic man-made way to add thyroid hormones back into your body. The common drug is called levothyroxine. By using a medication you can control thyroid disease and live somewhat of a normal life, but as I mentioned before, your thyroid functions will not be restored to, to you know healthy levels. So what I discovered through my research is that there is more natural, there are natural ways. But this includes completely changing your diet, your lifestyle, working on your mental health as well, because stress is one very, very common trigger for the thyroid. Um, Of course, different people have different reasons for getting this disease. But for hypothyroid patients, for example... A common um, issue that could trigger some of the thyroid issues is also gluten. And, you know, a lot of these processed foods and um, even excessive fatty foods, all these things can really damage and, you know, your thyroid and, and it won't be able to function properly. So diet um, has to be, you know, following very strict steps, at least until the thyroid function is improved. So eliminating things like gluten, dairy, um, processed foods, all these things is very, very important, and also replacing all the deficiencies that you might have. You know, you might not have enough um, certain vitamins like. B12, vitamin D, even zinc, um, vitamin C's, all these have to be replaced. And also eating a more balanced diet of lots of fruits and vegetables where you can actually replace these uh, deficiencies. So for me, my regime involved um, going on a completely vegetarian diet. I removed all these uh, triggers, trigger foods such as gluten, dairy, all these that I mentioned and I focused on removing a lot of stress from my life and I found mindfulness techniques that worked well to reduce the stress and not just reduce stress, but also help me deal with stress in a more Um, calm manner which wouldn't then trigger my thyroid because I would notice that when I was very very stressed my thyroid would just flare up I could literally see the enlargement in my in my neck so this is how I knew when things started working when my Changes in my diet and in my lifestyle started working. I could literally see my thyroid was reducing in size, and of course, I felt amazing. All those annoying symptoms were completely gone. And um, another thing that I used to improve the function and also to to you know replace all these vitamins and minerals that I was missing was the um, for the minerals and vitamins I used b pollen. this helped me a lot with the hormone production and as well as the deficiencies because b pollen has more than 200 vitamins and minerals inside it and it's completely natural so our body can fully absorb it and I used this uh, mushroom extract called Lingzi. Lingzi is amazing to bring back the balance to your immune system and um, also improve uh, functions of your organs, so that was very, very useful as well. So as I um, started implementing all these, it really helped to improve my thyroid function and eventually, after a while, I did stop my medication and I do still monitor my... So I still monitor closely my thyroid levels and I make sure I do blood tests every three to six months depending on how I feel. But so far I've had uh, success in maintaining my thyroid but I have to continue living this healthy life and continue uh, avoiding certain foods that would trigger my thyroid from going out of balance again. So I strongly urge you to really, you know, don't ignore your symptoms. If you do have some of the symptoms that I mentioned today, do go for a full thyroid test Um, sometimes the T3 and T4 might not be enough you need TSH and sometimes you need the antibodies tested as well as these will show you whether you have the Hashimoto's or not and um, you know if you do really wish to do um, to follow some natural uh, regime do find someone who can guide you If you do need help on this, I do have a protocol that I uh, give to my clients. It's a 12-week anti-inflammation protocol, which works great to also rebalance your thyroid, rebalance the hormones. Um, Of course, the, the great benefit of it is that you will also lose weight. So do contact me if you're interested in that and stick through it you know make sure that you know you have a goal in mind and if you really want to if you already know that you are a thyroid patient and you really want to change and not take medication for the rest of your life it's possible but it takes some discipline and you really need to stick through it because it doesn't Happen overnight. It takes time. It takes months um, of really strict regime and uh, lifestyle changes, which I think once you get used to it, it's not difficult to follow. But at first, it might be uncomfortable, and uh, you know you might you might want to uh, give up. But uh, it's worth it in the end because the way that you will feel the health improvements are amazing so it really is worth all your effort so if you have any more questions please uh, check out my Facebook I do post uh, regular updates there health tips uh, diet tips recipes Uh, it's called health for life 83 so do follow me on Facebook and Instagram And I will see you you on my next podcast. Please do follow my podcast as well. Thank you for your listening and have a great day and stay healthy.